Garfiri Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Godfit of Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo, and I'm back again, motherfuckers, and we also have... Jeremy's back, bitches. I think we're all back now. <laughs> I know, man. Isn't that fucking I'm great? I'm back, it's, too. <laughs> it's been almost a year, but we got the whole band back together again, so we got the three amigos so ready to fucking rock the mic. Has oh, it really yeah. been a year? I don't think it's been a year. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's been close to a year. It's been almost a year, man. I think maybe 10 months or 11 months. Something, something thereabouts, yeah. Yeah. You know, the older you get, the faster time flies. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah, don't fucking remind me, man. Oh, man. Well, uh, as you find folks know, Got Faded Japan is about three dudes, booze, Japan and the motherfucking news. Yes, and Jeremy, what episode is this? This, my friend, is episode 649. That's right, episode 649. Jesus. Well, you know, we're getting close to episode number 666, and um, we were discussing a minute ago of like things of what we should do, and um, I don't know, man. We got to do something epic for 666. I mean, dude, that is huge. Yeah, yeah, big big time. And uh yeah, definitely in imagine like all the artwork that you could create just based off the 666 and the imagery that goes with that. And like we could just throw that into the background and, you know. Uh any other good ideas what like uh like uh someone was mentioning a field trip possibly? I don't know. Yeah, man, like dude, I want to fucking check out your bar, man. Definitely. Definitely. You guys are always welcome. Come on down. Oh, sure, oh, man. Over. God, how how much would it cost to fly to Fukuoka? Like ten thousand yen? That's 10, a round trip. About a hundred. Oh, really? Ten thousand like yen a for a round trip? Yeah, it's like a taxi, dude. It, it, like, it, and it's an hour and a half flight. Wow, that I, is crazy. Why is that so cheap? That sounds like ridiculously get, cheap right now. Yeah, you got to get it like on Jetstar or Starflyer, one of the smaller airlines, and uh, yeah, and it's like ten thousand yen for a round trip. Well, Personally, I, I, I'd rather take the Shinkansen, a.k.a. the bullet train, because, like, I've done both. I've flown up to, to Fukuoka, and I've also taken the train. Like, mm. I go, <laughs> I'm I go with afraid the train of anyway. heights. What's that? <laughs> nah, I'm man. I'm afraid mean, of heights. <laughs> nah, dude. Like, actually, like, it's, that plane ride I had down there was, like, the best plane ride, because, like, when I went down there, I went and traveled in off-season. It was, like, in September or some shit. And there was like no one on the fucking plane. So I had like fucking three seats to myself. I just like fucking lifted up the armrest and was like laying down. I'm like, yeah, bitches. But the, the fucking cool. like uh, the cabin attendant kept, kept coming by and telling me, you can't do that, sir. You have to like sit up and put your seatbelt on. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry about that. So like five minutes later, eh, she's gone. Fucking laid down again. Yeah, because yeah. nobody ever got arrested on their plane. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to fly with you, Tom. Actually, you should take the Shinkansen <laughs> and I'll fly and I'll be there in an hour and a half and you'll be there in like three days. Uh, Shinkansen is like six hours one way. Is it? I thought it was like yeah. four or four and a half. I think it's six. No, it's I'm like six. Hours, so I was like, Are you sure? I, I, like I, I, I could have sworn it was like four or four and a half, like back in the day. I, I don't right. know. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's well, only well, one whatever, man. Fucking, dude, Shinkansen, the bullet train, they're fucking cool, man. They're fucking nice, smooth ride. You can drink booze on the way. You can fucking chill. It's good. It's all good. Also, like the fucking like the the uh, I just say the staff's uniforms. Those ladies are oh, they're fucking sexy, man. They got like cute little scarf tied around the neck. Ooh, they're nice. <laughs> I think the flight attendants are pretty cute too. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. The uh, I, I guess we're supposed to call them cabin attendants right now. They're attractive. Uh, don't get me wrong, but nah, man, it's, it's just something about that fucking Shinkansen like you know uniform. Like, mm, mm. Yeah, don't say. Wanna, yeah, I, I want to do some dirty, dirty cosplay with them. 
Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to be traveling with you at all, dude. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely flying. <laughs> because, come on, Johnny. You've known me for how many years? What, 10 years? I, you know I've never gotten too wasted and, like, embarrassed you in public. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've never I've done never, that. I've yeah, never, never seen you I am a, before either. <laughs> I am a responsible drinker. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm. Okay, well, that's definitely in the cards. Oh, man. So episode 666. How many weeks away would that be? So let's say uh, that's got to be 10, 16. 11. So that'd be like three months. Three months. Okay. So three months. That would be uh, let's see, September. Would that be September? July? Yeah, thereabouts. September. Yeah, Probably closer to October. Yeah. All right, Tom. Start saving. You need Ichiman Yen, dude. <laughs> start collecting cans. Ah, dude. Because like. No, because like, well, J- like Johnny, you have been here, so like, uh, we haven't been able to like link up, but like, you know, me and Jeremy, we've been going back and forth. Like, like, I used to live in like, you know, Fukuoka Prefecture, so like, I'm I'm familiar with the area. I got like a lot of good memories there. And like, you know, it's like since I've been talking with him, it's kind of like, you know, all these memories and weird nostalgia is kind of kind of flooding back. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the orgies. The orgies were interesting. Yeah, yeah, I heard you told the orgy story. I'm glad that you said the uh, G-rated one. Because yeah. <laughs> the the Ultra X version that I heard, I was like, dude, no way, dude. That is like beyond rapey, dude. No way. Okay, it was fucked up. People but like, again, are going to jail I, I for that story. In on it. I, I was, you I, are going to jail by saying this story. I walked into it. I didn't participate. People are going I just to jail to by hearing this story. Yeah, well. Mm. I, I would like to reiterate, I did not participate. I just happened to fucking randomly walk into it. And, oh, boy, that was that was a fucking wild one. Yeah, I know. You're <laughs> you're going in there high-fiving a bunch of dudes that had dicks in their hands. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, 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 That's a different story. No, 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 no. That's, I, was, I was not. I was, I, I was like, that I was, was the other orgy story? <laughs> yeah. There's not enough hands. I was not. No, 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 no. They were high. See, see, John, John, every time you fucking do this, you fucking do this, you selectively hear what you want to hear. And, like, every, th- every fucking single time, you retell the story in a different way to make in, in such a way that makes me look like a giant asshole. <laughs> he does. I fucking swear to God, he does. He doesn't shit all the time. <laughs> this cracks me up. Oh, I don't, this is like the easiest gig for me. I just gotta sit back and watch you two guys go at each other. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 Jeremy. Just yeah, wait another like you know thirty, thirty or forty minutes. Once we have a few more drinks, we'll get into it fucking proper. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, man. So, yeah, uh, I was in America for a while. <laughs> I, I want to hear this fucking epic story, this epic breakdown. Like, what the fuck happened? What was up with that, man? Because you, like, you just, like, disappeared for a month. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was America definitely basically uh, disappeared. unexpected. Yeah, no, I went to the States for a two-week vacation. We're going to spend pretty much uh, most of the time in Michigan and uh, make a quick stop over in New York to visit a friend and see the city a little bit. And uh, after the first week of uh, staying in Michigan, I caught COVID. And uh, yeah, it was the Onicron. And uh, pretty much I thought it was hungover, right? So I woke up. I was like, oh, God, got a runny nose, headache. Stomach's kind of fucked up. Oh, God, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm hungover, right? I mean, in fact, I was positive. I was hungover. And then, um, you know, that hangover feeling lasted until like, you know, like maybe the following day around noon. And I was like, shit, dude, this is ridiculous. You know? And then I talked to my mom's and I was staying at her place and she's like, well, why don't you take a COVID test? Because, you know, in America, COVID tests are free. I mean, you got take home COVID tests. So I was like, sure. Why not? You know? And I didn't think I had COVID because like for the whole week, I was just like hanging out with my mom's, my stepdad, my brothers and sisters, whatever. And uh, we didn't do anything crazy. No parties, no bars or nothing. Right. So I took the test positive. I was like, oh, great. So my wife took the test and she was fine. And um, anyway, I had to go in the basement, my mom's basement and uh, quarantine for five days, which really isn't that bad because they got a bar down there. They got a big screen TV, you know, they got like a little. So in other words, you were fine, right? I was completely fine. You know, I basically right. had a hangover for like two days, had to quarantine for five. And then I had to like uh, push my flight back, you know, uh, about a week because the thing is, once you have COVID, you got COVID proteins in your body. You know, for at least like anywhere up to a month, right? It depends on the test. If you can take a PCR test, it's highly accurate and you can pick any kind of COVID up that's been in your body, right? Uh, the other tests are less accurate, right? 
the antigen test. That's the one. And uh, the thing is, it's just like, I was like, fuck, dude, I don't know what kind of test I got to take. I don't know what the rules or protocol is now that I had COVID and uh, shit. Well, so I pushed my flight back or whatever. And um, so that basically meant I was going to be in New York for an extra, pretty much an extra week. And my friend was fine with it. I was staying at my friend's house over there in New York. And so anyway, uh, let's see. I, I basically cured myself of COVID by drinking lots of beer, whiskey, and gin and tonics. I, I killed alcohol is an antiseptic and it kills germs. It does. It does. All that fucking virus, that shit that was in my body, dude, sayonara to it, right? So then after that, what happened was we went to New York and we had a beautiful time in New York for about a day. And then my wife, she had uh, hangover symptoms. And we realized after taking a test that she was positive with the COVID. And oh, man. So she had to spend five days in quarantine in New York. And then we had to get our, our plane tickets pushed back another week. And uh, then we really seriously had to figure out how do how we're going to get back to Japan, which wasn't easy because nobody knew exactly what the new rules were because, you know, the government was changing the rules every month. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we went we found a Japanese doctor that was in uh, New York and we had to use our Japanese health insurance, which which actually worked. And uh, we had to go to him and uh, check out our uh, way to get PCR tests there. We had to see like what the protocol was to come back to Japan and. He didn't really know. The embassy wasn't really sure. And it was like a big freaking mess and it took forever. It was pretty stressful. But I mean, long story short, as you say, Tom, I basically got back. Here I am back in Japan. And uh, yeah, and I, I'm telling all you faders out there that's listening to this podcast right now. If you do fly, be careful on those airplanes, because I think I caught it on the airplane. So when you go into an airplane, you get that touch screen, you know, the monitor in front of you where you can watch movies. Make sure you spray that down, spray your seat down. If you go to use the, the bathroom on the airplane, make sure that, you know, you don't touch anything. And if you do, make sure you wash the, all that down and stuff, even your dick. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just be your careful. Dick. When you fly. <laughs> yep, your dick. But uh, yeah, so basically that's the story. But to be honest, you know, I mean, having COVID in the States was actually a beautiful thing because. You know, I got to spend a lot of time with my moms and my stepdad, you know, a lot of intimate time. And then also, like, when we're in New York, you know, we got an extra two weeks in New York, which was fucking expensive. But, you know, it was still a lot of fun and it was great, you know. And, uh, yeah, we made a lot of memories and uh, it was great. And I drank as much beer as I could, went to as many bars as I could, because once I had the COVID, I was like, dude, I've got all the antibodies. I'm I'm a free man, <laughs> you know, so it was great. <laughs> Did you have all your shots before you went? Oh, yeah. Fully vaccinated. Three shots. Yeah. You still got it. Still got it. Yeah. But the that's, that, 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 that's just a bad break. I mean, the, the Omicron is some bullshit. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, that fucking shit scares me, too. Because, like, I've got three shots as well. And like, I don't, I don't want to fucking bring it home and give it to my kid. Your kid will so, probably yeah. give it to you, to be honest. Your kid's, like, mm -hmm. hanging out in, like, daycare with, like, what? Pretty. I mean, yeah, pretty much. That's, that's what we're fucking worried about. So, like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's an issue. But you know what? The, um, if you're going to catch Corona, Omicron is definitely the one to get because basically it was like a slight hangover for like two days. Then after that, I mean, you, I, I didn't feel anything. You know, I, I have no like lingering effects or anything like that, you know. So, yeah, I mean, seriously, <laughs> it's not it's not that bad. But, you know, going into quarantine does kind of suck. So so you're, you're pro just to get this straight. You're pro team Omicron. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got the tattoo on my butt and everything. Yeah, all right. Well, shit. What's well, the incubation you heard, Vader's, you heard it here first. What's the incubation period for that fucker? Um, anywhere from three to five days. So okay. pretty much, I mean, that was it. You know, I was on the airplane five days later. All of a sudden, boom, I'm sick. So, yeah. And then once you have your first symptom, supposedly, because nobody can really give you a, a direct answer about this sure. because like all the doctors are like, well, some doctors say this and uh, some people think this. I'm like, well, what do you think? Well, you know, I'm not really sure. They, they just don't give you a direct answer. But yeah, you're only contagious from three to four days after your first symptom. Hmm. Okay. So if you do wind up with like a little runny nose and, a, you know, maybe an upset tummy, you know, that's your first day. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks. But yeah. Uh, I mean, in the end, you made it fucking back. So, 
Oh yeah, I made it back, no problem. Bit of an inconvenience. See, see, this is why I haven't been traveling, man. Like, I'm just, I'm fucking scared, man. Like, if I if I left Japan, like, would they even let me back in? If I got, you know, similar situation that happened to you? Well, obviously, yeah, you can come back. I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, took a little bit longer than expected, right? Well, yeah, you know, but like I said, overall, it was a good thing. Like, I mean. If it was like two months ago, I mean, it would have been a different story because two months ago, uh, the protocol was like, show. yeah, the protocol was like way stricter. Right. So if you had COVID, you couldn't come back into the country for a month. That's what I heard. So, I mean, that would have I, that would have been too bad. I just probably would have just crashed my brother's house and drink whiskey every day. <laughs> so, I mean, you know what? I mean, it wouldn't have been that bad, you know, crashing your brother's house and drink whiskey every day. Man, your life must suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, no, not at all. <laughs> man so basically that's that's my story long story short tom you said that so many times when i listened to the orgy story long story short long story short and every you said it like a million times and then after i heard that episode every time i was talking to somebody i started saying yeah you know long story short i'm like holy shit dude you like grinded that into my brain I am in your mind. Get out. Get out, you bastard. <laughs> so what have you guys been up to? Jeremy, you still own a bar. Tom, are you still, still employed? Yeah, actually, I'm in a good place right now. I'm in a good mood. I'm fucking happy. Like, I have an actual worthwhile job where I just show up. I do my thing. They don't work me too hard. and They don't really give me too much shit. And it's cool. Uh, I, 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 okay. I, all right. I, I, I teach basically, I've, I've discussed this with Jeremy. Like I, I teach like at a private, like uh kindergarten that well, it's, a, it's a sports Academy basically, but you, like, you know, you're pretty athletic. Uh, I've kind of let myself go. <laughs> oh man. No, but that's awesome, man. So you got a job, you're working and you're happy, dude. That's great. Congratulations, man. I'm happy for you. Yeah, you know, the, the only problem is, like, scheduling's been a bitch because I mean, we're, we're, we're over every weekend for, like, the last three weeks. It's getting kind of fucking old, but... Uh, yeah, but that's good, man. You're making OT, man, and OT is important. Making uh, that money. No, actually, I'm not. Making because, that money. Like, because of, nah, because I work a weekend. Like, they just they, instead of giving me OT, they'd give me a compensation day off in the middle of the week, which... Uh, You'd rather have Saturday off. I got it. Yeah. Huh? Shit, like, wouldn't you? I mean, oh, yeah, on, definitely. Dude. Wait, uh, are you working sure. both Saturday and Sunday? Uh, Depends. Like, I worked Saturday. I don't I, like fucking like I worked on Saturday to do bullshit parent teacher conferences, which are, I guess, OK. But like I have to, I have to fucking I, I, and I can speak Japanese, too, because like that makes it go a lot easier because I, you know, basically I can speak the language, go blah, blah, blah. I do. I do have to control my vocabulary a little bit because, like, there's a couple of parents that just want to look straight in the eye and be like, "Yo, your kid's a fuck up." <laughs> there ain't no sugarcoating that shit. Like, I can't say that, but I'm like, mm, yeah, I think uh, your child is not interested in learning. I, I think that's a problem that all teachers have to face. <laughs> like every single teacher <laughs> for every single grade. <laughs> Nah, because like a lot of kids are good. They're fucking little sweethearts. And they're like, ah, you know, your kid's cool. Like, you know, we hang out and like, you know, we high five and like, you know, BS a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'll pick them up and carry them around the room. because, like, you know, the little kindergarten kids. Like, hey, kids, how you doing? All right. Cool, cool, cool. Jeremy, how about you, man? How's the bar? Oh, the bar's packed, man. We're almost every weekend we are packed. And, uh. Yeah, I've been I've been burning the candle at both ends as well. So I, I got my regular day job, and then plus at the weekend I'm helping at the bar. So, yeah, just constantly yeah, I mean, working. I, I can't even. I've been meaning to ask anymore. you that. Like, how how many hours a week are you putting in? Must be a lot. A lot, a lot. But see, since I'm working remotely, I can just take my laptop and go to my bar, and then I can work at my bar while I'm doing other shit. So like I'm working on reports and stuff like that. So especially towards the end of the year, like now and the end of the month. I got tons of work I have to fucking do. So mm -hmm. I'm in there just doing tons and tons of reports, getting shit ready, getting numbers together. And then on top of that, I've got to make sure that there's no COVID in the bar. So I got to spray every day down with alcohol every day, mop it up and clean up the spills, clean up the toilets, you know, and the things you, you do when you own a, when you own a business, right? A restaurant. So I'm in there doing that on top of that, like this last weekend, um, I went out to check out some of the other bars around because like, uh, since we've changed the name, I don't want to get into why we did why we did that. But we, since we changed the name, uh, uh, about three of the other bar owners that are foreigners in in um in the area 
have decided to come over and say hi to me and, and check out our place. So they were really nice. And uh, one of the guys came over uh, last week and uh, he owns three bars down uh, maybe about a mile from where mine is. And I went over to, I went over to his place and uh, his place is really, 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 really good. And it's open to like lunch the next day. I think they open at two and then they keep going until everyone passes out or everyone leaves, right? And then I, I was there until like nine o'clock in the morning. And then I had to get I had to get back here to my house, which is about a thirty minute car ride, and then you know, a taxi. Obviously, I'm not I'm not gonna drive drunk. But when I got to, when I got home, it was nine o'clock. I went to sleep and I slept all the way until four fifty five, and I had to be back at the bar by five. And I was like, shit, I'm gonna be late. So I have to run back to the bar in in, in a bus this time. And then once I get there, I had to buy I had to buy liquor on the way there and everything like that. And so man, just like tons of stress. And then plus. Once you get there, when you're the bar owner, everybody starts pouring drinks down your throat. So, like, you can look at me right now. I'm drinking water. I'm not going to drink any alcohol on my day off. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Well, that's well. What kind of events do you have going on right now? Do you have any comedy events or, um, like, I don't know, like live events, bands coming in or anything like that? We do. We, we, we've had a we've had a few bands come in. We also have a, we have an open mic night. So anybody wants to sing a song or tell a story or tell a joke. They can come up there and do it. You know, if you want stage time and you want to, um, like, you know, get people to buy your CDs or whatever, yeah, definitely hit us up and you can come down and uh, use our stuff. That's cool. Oh, I, th I think I might have some worthy bar stories for your open mic. That would be great, man. Oh, man, Tom. Okay, all right. If you're gonna do an open mic, then you got to tell the X or the triple X rated version of. The fucking orgy story, dude. I don't, I don't know if I want to tell that story in Fukuoka though, because like some of those guys might still be around. Yeah, I don't want to, like, actually, that's, that's probably really, a good idea. I noticed, like when I when I told the story like on the air, I was a little bit vague on some of the details because like, I, like so, so I, 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 I know for a fact some of those guys are still around, so I don't want to like implicate too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're married. They got kids. They became Christians. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, but a bunch of yeah, a bunch of them are married with children. Like I, I know they are, but like that was that was just yeah. Yeah, we, we, I, don't, I don't think we need to revisit that story. All right, all right, that's cool. Dude, I know you have a million other ones that you could tell us. Ah, oh, dude, yeah, I got plenty. I got fucking tons. I have, like, I have a story. Jo Johnny's got some. Dude, Johnny could rock the mic too. Johnny's got plenty of good stories. I've got great stories, man. But I mean, after doing this podcast for so long, man, it's just like I've said so many stories so many times on this show. So it's just like I think like I'm out of stories at this point. <laughs> I don't uh, think you are, dude, because like it'd be like it. I wouldn't be news to me, but it'd be news to like you know some some randos in Fukuoka, right? May or may not listen to the podcast. It'd be, it'd be a good way to like pump up the podcast, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, we could just like rock, we just rock up to Jeremy's bar, like you know, dish out a bunch of flyers and stickers, and be like, "Yo, what up?" You know, tell a couple wacky stories on the fucking open mic, and you know, be like, "Hey, if you like this, come listen to our podcast. It's fucking great." We do this because okay. we, we get down with this shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell the so, story, hey, but I'll go for it, Jimmy. I was going to pop in with a story real quick. So, you know, from time to time, I set up um, interviews like Johnny does, too. Uh, I set up some interviews for some famous people on, on the podcast, right? So mm -hmm. every once in a while, I get an idea and I reach out to somebody and see or their management company and see if I can't get them onto the podcast. So the other day, I was watching one of my favorite kinds of videos on YouTube, which is like uh, debunking bullshit martial arts videos. <laughs> oh. <laughs> those are good, man. I think, I, I think you shared a few of those with me. Right on, right on. So what what I did is um one of the guys they were talking about in the video, his name is uh, Frank Dukes, and he's the guy that they made the movie Bloodsport about. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dukes for you, yeah. This this guy is like Steven Seagal level full of shit. Like this guy is literally out of his mind. So I wanted him on the podcast. So <laughs> so I reached out to his, his management company and they wrote back to me like immediately. Like oh, I was like, you know, dear blah 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 management company, can we have this guy on our podcast? And then give a little breakdown of what we do. And then he's like, Well, of course you can. Um, just write back and tell us exactly how much you're gonna guarantee. And uh, I'm just gonna say this uh, on the DL that you know, we usually get around two grand for having him on the program for an hour. And I'm like, <laughs> Well, we'll consider your offer and I'll get back to you if we need you. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not going to pay two grand to have <laughs> Steven Seagal D-list celebrity on our podcast, man. That would, that would be fucking wild. No, 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 I agree. I don't, I don't want to fucking like pump two G's into it, but uh, wait for an hour. I, I, no, no, I, I agree. That, that'd be some pretty wacky shit. I think for it'd be hour? absolutely hilarious to have that guy in the show, though. Oh, so that would have been so, 
so great if we can have him on the show. But I mean, the, the, you know, just just do yourself a favor, look him up on the internet, and tell me, you know, write us write us an email and tell us what you think about him. It's uh, Frank D U X Dukes. So that's the guy Bloodsport was made about. I, I think I think before I met you, I, I did read an article because like you see Bloodsport, you're like, oh fucking shit, this is based that's on cool. true story, blah blah blah. Then yeah. then I read a couple articles about like the guy, and it's like. Yeah, he 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 he's full of shit. Yeah, oh, man. <clears throat> Those kind of guys are dangerous to be around because they believe what they're saying, and even though it's it's demonstrably false, they believe what they're saying. So they're dangerous to be around. Like I think Eddie Bravo, who I've trained with uh, in in Los Angeles once or twice. Eddie um, Bravo, nice. Eddie Bravo, nice right. name drop, yeah. dude. <laughs> Yeah, he's um he's got this great story about this guy. I don't know the guy's name, but uh, he told it on the JRE one time, and um, he was saying like how this guy was pretending to be a, a black belt in jujitsu, and how he was like saying that he went to all these like hidden kumites in the forest, and how like he had to get somebody to drop him off in the forest, and he had this bag with him that was like the shape of a trophy, and then when he came back, the bag was gone, but he had this. this Kumite trophy in his hand, and he said he'd beat all these dudes up, and he eventually this guy ended up killing a motherfucker for, in real life. Right, because he was having an affair with the guy's wife, and then the guy found out. I don't know the whole story, but he ended, like, ended up killing him, choking him to death or something like that. And uh, he's, he's his ass is in jail right now. But like I'm saying, man, those kind of people are strange people, and they're not always safe to be around. Yeah, yeah. Well, if we have him on the podcast, we're definitely going to have him at Tom's studio. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure my wife would fucking love that. Him, sure Tom. Would. <laughs> he's not looking. Oh man. Okay. Well, that's, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, no, we've had some pretty amazing uh, guests on the show. Um, actually we just had Pat Dixon on the show recently and, um, yeah, that was pretty incredible. And, Yo, uh, how's that, yeah. how's that dude doing, man? Like, cause like, I, I haven't talked to him in a while, but like, you know, years ago, like you had me on a couple of times. Like he, he's a cool customer, man. I like that guy. Oh dude. Pat Dixon's awesome. Yeah, we had a great show. I I might have gotten a little bit too faded towards the end, but that's just kind of how the uh, cookie crumbles, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, that episode was absolutely fantastic. And um, if we could do that again and stuff where we can line up our times, I, I think that would be kind of cool if we all did an episode with Pat Dixon. He was interested in doing like a monthly thing or something. I don't know. Oh, I'd be down for that, man. Like, uh, yeah, I think I, I think I talked to him twice, maybe like. Cool, cool dude, man. Like I got along with him. Great. So yeah, yeah, cool, I, I'd be down for that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. And uh, yeah, we got some actually some pretty amazing guests that are going to be on the show coming up the next couple of weeks too. So uh, yeah, Fader, stay tuned. All right. Well, you guys, do you want to take a little break, see poo, and then get back into the news? Oh, hell yeah. For sure, man. For sure, man. Uh, you guys got the stories that sent you, right? So you all linked up. Jeremy, yeah, we're all hooked up. Once again, Jeremy, scroll down. I think that there's some stories at the bottom that are just great for you. I saw a couple of those. Look, 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 I'll, I'll hit those up. Yeah, for sure. All right. Hey, okay, sweet. All right, let's take a break. Pace. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 n each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France. 
to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit in Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit in Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors. Located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high-resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each, and they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. That's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good. It looks good. And it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade. Badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your feet on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. And we are back, faders. Okay, so now we're going to get into the motherfucking news. All right, so um, let's see. Um, I've got a story that's kind of light. It's not too gruesome, not too crazy. So um, I'm going to start off, and then I think we're going to kind of work our way up. We're going to be, we're going to roller coaster our way through the news. So, Okay, are you guys cool with that? Yeah, you know, you know, he's always down. Okay, so uh, yeah, Tom, I got a question for you. What's up? Did you hear the joke about the peach? No, should I have? No, because it was pitiful. Get it? <laughs> okay. Okay. Jeremy, so so John, Johnny's not even a dad, and already he's rolling out the dad jokes. That's the dad, dad jokes. That's that's a, that's a pretty that, big. That, that, that's, that's a fucking such a dad joke, yo. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay. Here we go. Five thousand peaches stolen from Yamanashi Orchard. Oh my God! Here we go again. Uh, approximately five thousand peaches were stolen this week from an orchard and. Fuyue Fuki City, Yamanashi Prefecture, just before they were due to be picked. Ah, the timing. Uh, police said that they received a call from a grower at around 3 p.m. on June 21st, who noticed that around 5 
5,000 peaches were missing. Oh my God, 5,000 peaches. That basically means like all the trees are empty. You know? Isn't that, isn't that like a, isn't that like a dump? Isn't that like a dump truck level of theft? Uh, yeah. Oh, dude, that's like a school bus. That's like crazy. Yeah, it sounds like the 5,000. That's that's like a lot. Look yeah, for the this is- fattest fucking person. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get my peaches. It would be crazy if it was just one guy. <laughs> He's got to yeah. be pretty fast, too. I get okay. my peaches down in Georgia. Uh, ah. The yeah. peaches are all a variety called the Misaka Hakuroho. A value of the stolen fruit was estimated at 1.5 million yen. Police said tire tracks were discovered on white sheets placed underneath the peaches. Trees were which were used to reflect sunlight and improve the fruit's coloring. Uh, additionally, the tire trucks were found near the orchard's entrance. Farmers typically harvest the peaches by carefully plucking the fruit from the branches. However, tree branches at the crime scene were broken. Ah, uh, so this guy, yeah, he, he's not a professional. He's, he's not a amateur. Mm-hmm. Giant fat fingers. Yeah. yeah. With uh, peaches still attached to some of them. Uh, leaves were also scattered all about. Son of a bitch is messy. Police said there have been a series of peach thefts reported since June in Fuki and Yamanashi City, where losses are estimated at 3.87 million yen. Man, you know what? I think the people that are doing this, they're fucking moonshiners, dude. They got to get that really delicious peach flavor. I think that's, that's what they're doing. Uh, peach dude, that's a lot of bling bling. 3.7, what would you say? Like 3.78 million yen? That's yeah. a lot of bling. That's that's, like, that's not like a simple theft. That's no. no I, I, I like your moonshine theory, though, because like you can't like just like, how do you say, if this dude just rocked up at a family market with like, you know, crates and crates full of peaches, they'd be like, somebody'd be like, hmm. But like, you know, what you're saying is probably correct, right? You know, he's got to convert him into something else. So it's like, mm, yeah, maybe we'll moonshine it. Yeah, that's right. Moonshine or maybe some kind of chew high. Maybe, oh, you think it's like a chew high company? And they're like, you know what? This inflation's a bitch and we got to cut some corners. <laughs> cut some corners. Definitely <laughs> cut some corners. Cut some beaches. <laughs> cut some branches. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's my story. All right, Jeremy, you're up. Okay. Um, I got a really cool story here. Um, excuse me. It's been translated <laughs> into English, so some of this is kind of fucky. So if it gets a little fucky, I'll let you know. Oh, dude, they're they're always fucky, dude. Well, yeah. not all of them, but like a lot, quite often. But wait till I read this title, it's dear like, fans, dear audience. Apart. Please bear with us. <laughs> all right. So here's the title: first copy of centuries-old ninja training manual discovered. Doesn't understand dogs video. <laughs> I don't understand what that means. <laughs> All right, so the legendary Kanin Shio has been found. In the city of Koka, in Japan's Shiga prefecture, once was the base of operations for the Koga Ninja clan. Uh, while, the oper- while the Koga operated uh, in the shadows uh, during the Japan's fe- uh, feudal time, today the city is quite open about its shinobi heritage. So... Uh, they have ninjas guys running around in like who are civil servants dressed as ninjas and um, trying to spread the image, uh, spread the information about this. So, okay, once upon a time, if you were an aspiring young ninja and you wanted to get your hands on a Bansen Shukai, a book with ninja knowledge and techniques taken from both the Koga and their rival clan, the Iga family, the Bunshin Shokai was compiled in 1676, according to his historians and refers to even an earlier tome of secret ninja magic known as the Kamrin Seo. So that's the one they just found. However, no modern scholars have ever laid eyes on the Kamrin Seo until last December. That's when a Kirk organizing the contents of a warehouse of, of historical documents in Koka came across the very old handwritten booklet with the battle uh, battle techniques Kanrin Seo middle section written on its cover wow that's not bad right mm. yeah but those, those koga though like because like they're in a lot of anime like you know they're like how to say they've entered into kind of like the lexicon of pop cultures like they're, they're supposed to be the og badasses of ninja yeah there was the two clans there was koga and uh iga 
and yeah. they would always like uh, battle for the contracts or whatever. And yeah. actually, I think I might have told this story before, but I went. They had a ninja training school down there, and one time I went down there to film a um, a TV program where I had to go to the ninja training school, and I had to train for as a ninja for a whole day. Wow, yeah. how'd that work out for you, dude? Oh, the instructor was a complete knob. Oh. Like, uh, yeah, this guy, like, he was like uh, a complete knob, and I'm like. All right, man. No one, no one needs ninjas. So he was making up all this ninja stuff and telling me the stories about ninjas and ta- talking to the program. He was all happy to be on TV and shit. So <clears throat> he he ends up like trying to make me climb up this rope. So I climbed up the rope and I got back down. He's like, "Oh, that wasn't good enough. You got to do it faster." So I climbed up the rope again. And he's like, "No, it's not good enough." And I'm like, "By this time, my balls are aching because you know when you're climbing up a rope, you got to use your feet and your fucking package gets hit right on the on the rope, right?" So I'm yeah, like, not I'm fun. Done, yeah, I'm not. I'm. You've, if anyone who's been to American high school has had to climb a rope, so like, I'm not doing anymore, man. And so he didn't like the fact that I said I'm not doing it anymore. Then he started like trying to pick on me and stuff. So like, we're going through the whole day, and he's he's trying to keep making me do shit over and over and over again. And I'm like getting more and more and more pissed off because I don't want to keep doing this. Like, there's like stupid little things like, uh, where you got to crawl across this bridge using just your fingertips and your toes. So, like, you got to crawl across this bridge, you know, and get all the way to the end. And by the time you get to the end, your forearms and your calves are, like, killing you. So, he keeps wanting to make me do this. Finally, at the last thing of the day, it's sword practicing time. And I don't know if I might have mentioned this to you guys, but I know a little bit of martial arts. And uh, so, he's like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take this sword and you're going to, each one of you guys are going to try to fight the the sensei. And the sensei is going to do a cool move and then, and then, you know, you're going to look like, and the director's like, you're going to look. Wow, that was awesome. And then you're going to try it, and then you're going to copy the move. So the first thing I see, the guy, the, there's another guy. He goes he goes first. I'm like second. And he gets in there, and the guy's never the guy's never held a sword, obviously. And he, and he tries to, like, swing the sword down on, on, onto the uh, ninja instructor. Ninja instructor hits the midsection with, like, just with you know, where he just takes the um, blade out of the sheath and hits the midsection. Whack! Okay, that would have killed you. So... The next thing he does is like uh, it's my turn, so I have the I have I'm in a ready stance. So I step up and um, as I'm going down, he tries to block the sword, and he's pushing on my sword with his sword. So I'm like, okay, here's a, here's what we learn about leverage. So I take one step back and I <laughs> took his head off. <laughs> that would have been a kill shot, a kill shot to him because that would have hit him right across the back of the neck and would have took his head right off. <laughs> the director's like, cut. Yeah, cut. Literally, he, that guy's that guy's mad at me. And I'm just going whatever, dude. Get, go fuck, go fuck yourself. Oh man, you know, dude, well, yeah. Jeremy. Like, no, no offense, but like, you're like, cause you're about my size. You're a bigger dude. Like, I don't know, yeah. if, like, ninja training would be necessarily for you. I mean, I, I can see like a skinny little. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I, you and me are not exactly stealthy dudes. It's not like yeah, we I'm blend not, in. I'm, I'm gonna hide behind a little, little uh post box or something like that i'm dude i'm six foot four man 193 193 uh centimeters i'm 110 kilograms i'm not gonna be stealthy and hiding if you don't see me you're fucking blind yeah <laughs> see so maybe 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 this might be a little little field trip for johnny though because johnny's like a teeny tiny little guy and he's quick I, yeah maybe he could work out as an engineer you or me nah the only teeny Johnny's tiny quick thing on the quickly. show is your dick yeah <laughs> 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 All right. Wait, is that the end of the story, Jeremy? Yeah, that's it, man. That's as far as I got. Oh, man. Well, that's awesome that they found that book. I mean, hopefully they can like publish that or like, um, I don't know, at least put it online so everybody else can check it out. And, you know, I don't know, maybe rebirth the ninja. <laughs> well, J- Jeremy, can, weird. I, can, can I fire a quick question or two at you? Just just so you, like because uh, you're, you're a bit mo- more knowledgeable in, on martial arts, but like, uh there's, a, there's this huge scholarly debate, like maybe a lot of the ninja mythos is bullshit. Yeah. So is it? Is it not? Like nobody really knows because you, you know they're they're fucking I'm ninja. Sure, I'm sure there were people back in those days who were skilled with swords because that's you know everybody carried swords around back then, right? Or like they were like if you're trained like in any kind of military like uh, tactical things, there's people right now like in L.A. who can train you on a gun range, and you're you're going to be just as badass as like you know, somebody who went through military training. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if you spend all your whole days, like not watching TV, not looking at the internet, not jerking off, um, and just playing with a sword, you know, you're going to probably be pretty good at swords. Now the magical Kung Fu shit, uh, I totally disagree with. It's not real. So like, I don't know what, what kind of information this book would have in it, 
but I, I'm pretty sure it's not like what you see in the movies where like people are like going like dropping smoke bombs like right next to you on the train and then like running off the train or something like that. Yeah, so. <laughs> I thought they just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gone. Uh, okay, Jeremy, I'm gonna ask you another uh, a ninja question. Okay, okay. Out of all the ninja movies, Return of the Ninja, hmm. Revenge of the Ninja, American Ninja, which ninja movie is your favorite? And which one is the most realistic? Okay, so there's a movie out there called American Samurai. I like that movie. That was a really oh, I, I, I saw that way, way back in the day. And I know what you're talking about. It was like mid-80s. Excellent yeah. movie. Yeah. So one of the guys on there, I forgot his name, but I used to train with him um, back in the in the late 70s, early 80s at Texas Karate Institute back in the, in those days. So he, he's in that movie. And he, I think he's probably passed away by now, but yeah, he was... Uh, he, he was in that movie. So I, I I really enjoyed that movie when I was young. And then to answer your question, like, what was the best ninja movie? Uh, probably something with Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Tom. Your story, brother. All right. Um, I, I think um, I think my theme for tonight for reading the news is going to go with bad decisions. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like the whole theme of the show. <laughs> trust me when i say you know this i am a very responsible drinker okay all right all right uh this is this is just a, i'm just off the top of my head this is a totally fucking bad decision but journalists arrested for shoplifting while in a hokkaido town to report on sunken tour boats i think he Ooh. sunk his career <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like you're a journalist, you know what fucking happens if you get popped for a crime. You fucking yeah. know. You write about this shit. Come on. But here we here we go. Police arrested a 24 year old journalist on suspicion of stealing food items from a convenience store in Shadi, Hokkaido, where she had been assigned to cover the sinking um, of a tour boat. According to police, Sayaka Takahashi, a journalist employed at the Yomori Shimbun's Sapporo branch office, allegedly shopped nine food items, including a bento lunchbox and candy worth about 2,657 yen, oddly specific, but whatever, at around 9 a.m. on April 28th at a convenience store in Shahadi. Local media reported. Police uh, said Takahashi, who was arrested on Tuesday, has admitted to the allegation. Store security camera, uh, store security camera footage showed Takahashi leaving the store without paying for the products. That, my friends, is short and sweet, and that that is what bad decisions look at look like at nine a.m. I wonder you know what, what he stole. How's she, dude? Oh, I wonder what she stole. Yeah, she. They, they said that she stole nine items, including a fucking a lunchbox and some fucking candy. Oh, she like 20 bucks. That's what Not, for peaches, man. Check 20 peaches. Yeah, yeah, man. But I, I, I get this chick's 24 years old. She's maybe not making the best decisions. But come on, you're fucking journalists. You know what happens if you get popped. Like, how many stories do you have to fucking sit down and write? Because, like, everybody gets busted because they're always on fucking camera. Don't fucking steal from a convenience. Don't steal, period. Don't commit crimes. This is like what half the show is about. Like, much, don't yeah. fucking do dumb shit. <laughs> don't do dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, got fit in Japan. Don't do dumb shit. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, unless, of course it's unless, of course, it's legal. Don't steal. Yeah. If I was her, I would, I would just like say it was for research or something. Be like, oh, yeah, it's for research for a story. I forgot to return this stuff. I'm, I'm super sorry. Oh, my gosh. I'm super Johnny, I, I like, sorry. <laughs> that's actually a good idea. She could have like been like, oh, yeah, I was just, you know, I was researching a story. I was just like, you know, on, you know, shoplifting and just seeing how easy it was to get away with it. I, I, I previously apologize about it. She might have got off. There you go. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I mean, if she's dumb enough to steal a lunchbox and candy, I mean, she's not smart enough to come up with a, a, a Johnny-style excuse. <laughs> yeah. I had a Knight Rider lunchbox when I was a kid. How about you guys? What did you guys have? You got E.T. E. Uh, Transformers, for sure. G.I. Joe, He-Man. I think I guess that kind of shows my age a little bit, but yeah. Me too. That's, yeah. How, that's how I rule. Yeah, I said E.T. E.T. Knight Rider. Tom, you're not the youngin' one, right? <laughs> well, actually, you are. You are the youngin'. Actually, I am. Yeah, uh, I, I don't. I don't fucking look like look like it because if you can see on video, I'm, I'm going a bit thin up top. But uh, yeah, I, I am the youngest one on the podcast. Jeez, and you did have the shortest story, dude. Do you want to do another story? 
Yeah, sure, man. Actually, like if 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 I if I, if I could, if yeah. I would, if I may, good sir, can I piggyback that ride? <laughs> yeah, dude, go for what? it, man. What do you got? What do you got, Tom? Suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me, Tom. All right, well, let me ask you one fucking question. Like, what what would be the worst job to how do you say to get nailed for groping? What do you think? Uh, all veterinarian. Job. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> veterinarian. No, nah, I think I think I got something better. Groping the animals. That's what I mean. <laughs> Groping the animals. Yeah, that, that that's just definitely not cool. The zoo. <laughs> zoo. Uh, let's see. Kindergarten uh, teacher. Whoa. <laughs> Preschool. <laughs> oh, gross, man. All it's pretty bad. Problem. Mortician? Oh, mortician. <laughs> oh, mortician. How they oh, cameras. Oh, definitely not good. No, but uh, hold on. Let's see. Ah, okay. Here we go. This, 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 I think, has to be the fucking worst job. This, this, this is my theme, like, right now, is, like, for fucking bad decisions, right? Yeah, Go for it, bro. Uh, train conductor arrested over groping incidents. Motherfucking train conductor. Oh, dude, he, he be didn't driving. have his hands in the steering wheel, dude. Yeah, he <laughs> should. Yeah, I think he should have kept his hands on the steering wheel. I think what shows. Oh, my God. All right, read on, dude. <laughs> Police in uh, Shiroshi, Miyagi Prefecture have arrested a 27-year-old train conductor on suspicion of groping a teenage girl of uh, aboard a late night train. According to police, uh, Hiromu Ohara is accused of groping the girl's breasts at around 12.10 a.m. Uh, Sunday aboard the uh, train on the JR uh, Tohoku line between Kita Shirakawa and Higashi blah, 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 blah. Kyoto News reported. Yeah, it doesn't fucking train stations don't matter. Who gives a shit? The he girl thought been, that there were dials. He's like, I thought there were dials. I wasn't wearing my glasses. Come on. Yeah, yeah, stop. totally right. Because that's the it fucking night train. The night yeah. train. <laughs> I'm on the night train, bitches. Ready to crash and burn. What I ever learned. Yeah, dude, a little GNR yeah. for you. The girl who had been sitting alone called 110 after the incident. And when the train arrived at its terminal station, Shiroshi Station, Ohara was detained by the police. And then he got popped. There's also trains. The trains also have cameras, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, this is, just, this is like the, just the fucking worst decisions. Like, you have to know, like, you would think they would know, fucking know better, right? Uh, what if he said he was on a train? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I was yeah, drunk. I was at work. I, I just stepped, are right in my face. <laughs> I just stepped out of the box for a second. How can he be the conductor in and well, did he do it at a station? Was it going yeah, like 90 miles an hour? I don't I don't think he was on the job, but yeah, like one hand, one hand in the steering yeah. wheel, one hand in the back. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like you, yeah, he's fucking definitely driving that one one-handed, right? Oh man, God, don't take the night train. <laughs> well, for sure not. Oh man, but that's pretty good. All yeah, right, so the, 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 there's there's a double deuce of two firsts for you. So yeah, short and sweet, just with just the way we like it. That's uh, right. Who's go is it? Johnny's your go next. Uh, shoot. Okay. Um, let's see. No, I don't have any other stories. Jeremy, you want you, you want to take another train? Uh, I'll do I'll do one more. Then I gotta um we gotta we gotta um close this out. So um. Let's see. A bear literally gets kicked in the butt by a Japanese man after sneaking into his house. Oh. He says he kicked he kicked the bear's butt for the sake of his mom and cat. On the afternoon of June 21st, Hisao Ueno was at his home in the hills of Otsuchi, a rural town on the coast of Iwate Prefecture. Around 1.50 p.m., in the afternoon, the 47-year-old Ueno, who shares a home with his mother and their cat, heard the pet screeching loudly from the room on the first floor. Hmm. Wondering what that was, Uts- uh, Otsuchi went down to check on his cat, uh, which was in the room uh, with the family's butsudan, but- uh, or a Buddhist altar. So like when your family dies, they have like a Buddhist altar where you ring a bell and light some incense. Okay, so when he got in there, what uh, he saw another animal was in the room—a fucking bear. 
Jeez. The bear, however, yeah, a bear, however, apparently hadn't noticed Ueno yet. Instead, its attention was focused on the altar. Religious bear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bears got to pray too, yo. All yeah. bears go to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in addition to the uh, photos of deceased relatives and, and holders for the burning incense, the but, uh, Butsudan also is a space for living offerings uh, of food for the ancestors. Uh, fruit is commonly offered. And on that day, Ueno's farm had set out some bananas, and the bear was giving them a sniff, uh, seemingly attracted to their aroma. This uh, was also meant that the bear's backside was exposed. He exposed his back. Okay? Don't expose your back, folks. And Ueno, wor worried for the safety of his... It's his car now, but it was cat. Uh, his car and his mother decide... Uh, to his car and his mother. Yeah. <laughs> It's the, it's the translation. Uh, decided to ki uh, kicking the bear in the butt over and over. Okay. <laughs> so this guy's just whooping, literally whooping this bear's ass. And I guess the bear just ran out with, uh, without destroying the shrine or anything. You know, that's, right, that's awesome. It. But, you know, what if that bear was like the reincarnation of the guy's dad? He's like, I'm back. I'm back. I, I'm a bear now, but I'm back. And, you know, I just want to say hi. And all of a sudden the guy like kicks the bear's ass and <laughs> right, those bananas are away. <laughs> Je uh, Je Jeremy, I, I got to ask, like, uh, how how confident would you be fight? Would you be fighting a black bear? No, the answer is no. I don't fight animals. No. I, I would I would be confident running away from him. I don't like big animals. I like animals. I love animals. But the bigger they are, the further I want to be away from them. Yeah, man. The reason I mentioned that, this is probably the most epic bitching story I've ever... Johnny was actually on... This is years ago, but Johnny was actually on vacation back at, like, you know, doing his thing back in Detroit. But, like, I had a guest on, like, what, probably one of my favorite stories of all time is, like, so this, uh, this dude who was... I think he was pushing 70, was just, like, up in the northern part of Japan, way out in the fucking country fishing just minding his own business right and this fucking bear crept up behind him and properly mauled him now in that in that situation most people would probably just shit this themselves and die probably me me included but uh no that guy was like a third he'd been doing karate since he was like six so oh, like I yeah remember this story yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, this is just like just completely fucking epic so this bear just crept up behind him and mauled him and then the guy wriggled out of his grip and like just kind of like got into his stance, looked the bear in the eye and went, that all you got, pussy? And just repeatedly punched it in the fucking face until it ran away. It's like, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, God damn, that's fucking hardcore. That is pretty hardcore, man. <laughs> it's pretty hardcore. Yeah, yeah dude, like, just, pretty. <laughs> yeah, just, can you imagine like bragging rights? Like Jeremy's like an MMA badass. He trains with like, you know, fucking world-renowned fighters and blah, blah, blah. Can you imagine that fucking putting that in your resume? Like, I beat the shit out of a bear. That's <laughs> like pretty... uh, the best bar story ever. Yeah. And like, he had like, he had like the fucking, like, how to say the claw marks and everything on his body to prove it too. This Stars, isn't like yeah. some bullshit made up story. It's like, that's, that is fucking hardcore. Dude, those scars are better than a black belt. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Dude, how many people like the, the dude's like, like, this is years ago. So the guy's got to be in his seventies. if he's still around. But like, how many people do you think are going to fuck with that dude? Nobody, nobody, nobody. The bears fucking know they tap out. Yeah. The, right. fucking bear, the bear ran away. Jesus, man. I mean, doing your own, like I wouldn't want to fist fight a bear, but like, you know, if I had like 30, 40 meters and a fully like loaded shotgun, then okay. I like those odds, but no, to, to actually fist fight one? Oh, fuck no, dude. I, I, I get mauled to death, for sure. Well, we don't want that. All right. Well, dude, fucking great story. Um, Faders, thank you so much for tuning in to this very special episode of The Three Amigos on Got Faded Japan. Hopefully, we could get this uh, this boat rocking again next week, and uh, that would be awesome to see you guys uh, on the show. If, if you for guys sure. are cool on Mondays, dude, I'm cool on Mondays, too. Um, right. Awesome. And uh, I was yeah. DTF, motherfucker. DTF down to fuck. Got it. Film. Down to film. Down to film. All right. Well, I hope you did. <laughs> know what to do. Go down to iTunes. Give us a five star review. Uh, write something groovy. It really means a lot to us. 
Uh, and if you want to like support the show, we've got Patreon. And if you don't want to pay for Patreon, hey, that's totally cool. We still got tons of goodies for you guys. We've got YouTube, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, all sorts of other groovy shit all over the internet. Just Google us and you'll find it. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. And uh, yeah, we're going to get faded with you guys soon. Peace. Bye-bye. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Who you eat till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.